oh, uh, school. Well, I have finished high school, so that is where I am education-wise, and I'm going to go off to college eventually, hopefully. And um, let me think. So I started out in, like, I had, pre like, obviously preschool and kindergarten. Like, I obviously, I don't remember too much, but, you know, that was fun and all. I had nice teachers. There were nice people. I lived in an area of California. It was Culver City. Shout out to Culver City. And I lived there and it was very nice. Eventually we moved to a bigger house in another place, which was Calabasas, which is, uh, it's where the Kardashians live. We weren't neighbors or anything, obviously, but it is where they unfortunately live. I do not like the Kardashians. They are very annoying people. And, we, but we lived there. And I had elementary school and then my first year of middle school there. That was, um, <laughs> I had some, like, great friends from there. And I have, I had, like, a few great teachers, some of which were just nice. And some, I mean, a lot of my teachers there I can think of were nice, but, like, didn't teach me very much. Or some of them were just, the best ones were the ones who were nice and were great at teaching what they taught. I'm not going to state names because I feel like then I'll be burned at the stake or something. But... My schooling there for especially like elementary school wasn't exactly the best just because a lot of people didn't tend to like me because I'm not, it's not like I'm a, it's not me being a jerk to everyone. I'm not a jerk, I promise. But it's just, I normally, I don't see the point in joining in on trends solely because everyone else is doing it. I mean, if it's something I find interesting and a lot of other people find interesting, I'm like, oh great, then I'd, I'd be happy to do it. Or if I see something becoming a trend I look into it and I'm like oh that seems fun then I'll do it but if it's like oh everyone's doing this and it's something I just don't want to do I'm like I'm not gonna do it and most people just didn't seem to like that I think that's why I wasn't exactly the most well-liked kid in school I also tended to cry a lot when I was younger because I was younger and I had a lot of issues I still have, I still have issues who am I kidding <laughs> but i Things weren't always the best there. I had, to, like I said, I had some great friends and I always try my best to remember like the good parts of it rather than the bad. But then we moved after I finished sixth grade to Pennsylvania where I am now and things got a lot better. That was about the time I started to get into voice acting and then I became, I got more friends and people were nicer and my schools were better. And that was nice. And in the high school, I did musicals. In no, Even in the middle school, I did musicals. We didn't have real musicals or anything in my middle school although in fourth grade we did have gold duster bus the greatest <laughs> horrible musical of all time it's about the california gold rush because in fourth grade you learn about state history and the only thing that happened in california was the gold rush and we had a whole play about it it was a musical it was terrible it holds a special place in my heart but it was very horrible <laughs> It was my first technical acting role, if you want to be very, very specific about it. And then in, yeah, in middle school, we did musicals. And in high school, we did musicals. Did I always like a certain person in charge of the musicals? No, no, I didn't. But that's perfectly fine. I just dealt with it. I mean, rehearsals for the musical every once in a while, and I every once in a while, I mean, a fair amount of the time, felt like torture because a lot of the time since I only got cast in... In my first years of high, in middle school and in high school, I, until like the very end of it, I didn't get real roles because they cast the same people every year. <laughs> and 
like, I can tell you in order all the musicals we did. In seventh grade, we did, like, The Seussical, which for a while was my biggest acting role because I had one line because I raised my hand fast enough to volunteer for it because we didn't have a Cindy Lou Who, so we split up her lines amongst just some extras, and I was one of them. So we did that, and I was in the ensemble other than that one line. Then in, like... In eighth grade, we did Beauty and the Beast, where I got to be a waitress. I didn't have any lines, but it was fun being a waitress. I got to, like, move around with fake beer cans in the Gaston song. That was fun. And then in ninth grade, we did Hel- not Hello Dog, that's later. <laughs> we did Drowsy Chaperone, which, as much as I enjoy the musical itself after seeing it and kind of being a part of it, because I was in the ensemble not really doing too much, the rehearsals were painful for me because... I didn't get to do much, and so we had to stay there the entire time, most of the time, even though we weren't doing anything. And it was just very poorly scheduled, I think, and I just I was like, oh my god, please just let me go home. Then we did, the next year, we did Evita, which, I mean, I hate Evita as a musical. I'm not a huge Andrew Lloyd Webber person. Nothing against him personally or anything, because I don't know him, I don't know anything. But, like, his musicals are very long. And I can't really take rock operas very seriously because they're singing all of their lines. And, like, they're singing about, like, she called, like, did you hear, one of the lines specifically is like, did you hear that? They called me, uh, I'm not going to say the word because it's family friendly. But, (laughs) like, they called me a word for woman who is not very, like, I don't know, womanly. Like, they call They've repeated that multiple times, and I can't take it seriously when you're singing the line because, like, it's so melodic, and yet you're so mad. (laughs) Vita, I I just didn't like being in it. I was, I mean, there was one song I really liked, and I liked some of the choreography. There's always some, like, positive experiences in it, but also the rehearsals took forever again. Then we did Dolly, which I got a role, sort of. Her name was, she has a whole scene, kind of. It's, uh, her name was Mrs. Rose. She talks to Dolly right before, before the parade passes by. She complains about pain in her, uh, stabs in her sides and aches in her liver. I don't quite remember the line anymore, (laughs) but that was one of the only lines I had. I, like, I complained about pain. I talked about how, like, oh, I hadn't seen you in a while, Dolly. Oh my God, it's you. Yay. That was fun that I had lines, but once again, the rehearsals were always very long. And, I mean, having lines was great. Also, I was promised a flower cart the entire time. But then they were like, we don't have a flower cart. You're going to have this pack mule thing, like, on your... (laughs) You're going to have this pack mule thing on your... (laughs) On your neck that has flowers in it. Which, I mean, I did use it. And it was fine. But, you know, it was kind of... I was like, oh, man, I wanted the flower cart. (laughs) Then, the last year... We got to do two performances of it, I think, before COVID hit, which I felt really bad for because we had a double cast. So one of the, like, I think we only, like, some of the leads only got to perform one night, which was really upsetting for them. And I mean, I felt bad for them because they were leads and they didn't get to do things. Lucky for me, I got a kind, once again, I got a kind of role. I got to be the Wicked Witch, which was fun. I got to d- the thing is, since the sugar, like, I'll, we changed some of the lines to go to different people, and the sugar plum fairy has a Russian accent in Check the Musical because the joke is that, like, oh, she was made by, Ch- like, Tchaikovsky, so, you know, Russian. 
But since that line was transferred to me, the Russian accent was also tra transferred to me. It didn't make sense, but I enjoyed doing it anyway. So I got to do Russian Witch Lady, which was fun. And I got to do it for all the performances before we stopped. Which, I mean, that was sad. I felt bad that we had to stop. I also felt annoyed that I had to learn all that choreography and only did a few shows. <laughs> I mean... And this isn't me complaining about everything about the musicals and certainly not me complaining about the school. I'm worried that, like, someone who's worked on the musicals is going to be like, Well, Ella! God! Is that what you really think of me? Huh, I hate you now. <laughs> no. But that year, right be before we did musicals, there's a fall play that we had. And I auditioned for them, I think, ever since sophomore year, but I never got cast until senior year I got cast in the play Almost Maine, which, I mean, I mean, the direction that I got was very different than how I interpret the lines, but I did what I was told. I take direction well. That's hireable. <laughs> but I took the direction, I did what I was told, and, I mean, I think people really enjoyed it. I enjoyed being in the, the play for once. Granted, I could never do it again because I was leaving, and a lot of, and a lot of freshmen got cast in the play, which, I mean, you'd think it's like, Great oh, material. <laughs> they cast, like, juniors and seniors, they get priority, so but no, certain like, freshmen cast because they cast the same people every year. Except, um, and that's oh, not yeah, to say they're not talented. Right. A lot of them, like, uh, deserve to be yeah, cast every year. High they were very just, talented and great people. They're really even if I didn't very, think, like, very, the best actors very ever, they were normally times. nice, um, which is important. Yeah, it's like, um, oh my gosh, my like, I cannot believe you just said that about me. I am so blocking. Oh my gosh, I'm so gonna block you on my Facebook, and I am so, I regret ever taking the selfie with you. I've gone to school with you. Are just wow, scum. I can't believe you said that, Ella. I'm I'm leaving you alone and I hate you forever. <laughs> they do they really do as somebody who has been in LA for like the last twenty-one years of my life, I can confirm that. That is literally how we talk all the time, like um I am so leaving you. Just ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Oh my god. Wow, that's a really good one. That. <laughs> I don't deserve this. You know that one meme? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, um. You're a scum well, of the earth. Kind of like, oh my god. Like, kind of, and that voice, really the best part about that voice situation. is. Since I lived in California. There were, there are, like, people were like, oh, no one actually talks like that. People talk like that. It's amazing. It's painful, but it's amazing. Oh, my. Uh, yeah, it is. So, like, um, and also that other one, when you, while you're talking about, um, yeah. what's that other one? Well, you just want to say that you're fine, but you're not really fine. And then you're trying to. <laughs> I can't believe this. I don't deserve this treatment. Uh, those characters are just <laughs> usually. They're some of the most I don't deserve fun characters. It. I mean, I'm not really, um, like, oh I'm God. obviously am a guy, but it's just uh, so fun to break into that. Words. Like, the whole, ugh. Oh, yeah, that you see in a lot of shows. Like, um, uh, you ever watch the show called Miraculous Like, um, you know Miraculous I'm not happy. Ladybug? You know I'm in a, like, you're not happy. You know I don't like this. That I think that's actually the Kardashians. Oh, yeah, Christina V. My favoriteest people. Uh, you wanted to say that you're fine, but you're not really fine. Yeah, Chloe. You just don't yeah, want to say it because then you will understand. Yeah, the, like with the yellow like that. jacket. Yeah, that's her. Yeah, 
she's definitely the valley girl. Like, um, oh my gosh, like utterly ridiculous. <laughs> I yeah, valley girl. <laughs> I thought you were my best friend. <laughs> I haven't watched too much of Miraculous. I have seen a bit oh, of it. Oh, this is so fun, but yeah, Miraculous, isn't it? Uh huh. I've seen a bit of Miraculous. Please. I haven't seen yeah. like enough of it to know what what is actually happening. I saw a chunk of episodes. I enjoyed it. So are you talking about Chloe? Blonde one. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy cheeks. <laughs> but yeah, I will work for money. Yep. Yes, Her. I will work. Yeah, she's Texas, so yeah. Yeah, that was. But the um, yeah, those like the spoil. I like, can't you believe know what the this. Mean girls movie. <laughs> no one should treat anyone like this. My problems are yeah. so much worse than like anyone else. Yes, problems. it's exactly like that. Yeah. So many quotable lines. I thought um, you were my friend. Yeah, since um, I, can't I actually you skipped would do over this. a question, but um, because I didn't really think. No, I mean like I didn't skip yeah. over it, but like I didn't really think. I hope I could cast as because that someday, you just now so told me you did theater. Out. So what would you say that it's Please different God, from someone when you're cast me in as front Valley of the Girls. microphone? Like, it, like people over. listening to this that want to cast Valley Girls, I'm here. I'm available. <laughs> I will work for money. <laughs> Sandy. Well, Sandy's Texas exes. That was a good movie, yeah. That movie was great. Yeah, it is. Oh my god, you can't just ask someone why they're black. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I've also, I didn't mention it, but I've also done, like, theater for this one small place. They were both shows for, like, technically for children, but it was fun performing for children because they're children and, like, they enjoy your stuff. I got to be evil, and it was great. I got to be Farmer Bean from Fantastic Mr. Fox, and it was so fun to just be evil on stage. Although the problem was I gave myself a scraggly voice, so my voice was kind of dead afterwards. It was like, I'm the evil one, and then I just kept doing that, and I was like, maybe I should have come up with something else. But performing on stage... The biggest difference between that and performing like in front of a microphone, which I prefer, by the way, I like being on stage. I like having an audience and all, but I don't get stage fright very often, although when it's a smaller crowd than I do, like if it's a bunch of people, then I'm like, yeah, OK. But if it's like being at like an audition or something, it's a small group of people and they're literally trying to judge me. So I'm just like, eh. but <laughs> what? I like more about being behind the microphone is you don't have to worry about every single movement you make on stage. Like, because on stage, everything you do, everyone's going to see it. Like if you move, if you sway side to side a little when you talk, which I do sometimes, although I shouldn't just people will see that and be like, Oh, she's doing that. Like that's not in character. She's messing up on stage. But when you're behind the microphone, you can just do whatever you want. You can be in your pajamas and just be recording something, which is a lot more convenient. If you mess up, you can always and just go with the like good old tongue twisters. Those are always fun to do. I can just sit down. Yeah. Jammies, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. And if I mess up, yeah. I don't need to worry about it because I can just delete the take and do it again. Instead of if you mess up on stage. Oh, yeah, the, I mean, the proper yeah, thing to do I've, is just I pretend you didn't that. mess up and yeah. go with it. 
but it's still kind of hard to do that sometimes because even if they don't know you messed up, you know you messed up. And it's like, oh God, what do I do? You, if like sometimes you freeze and you're like, what do I do? What do I do? You don't have that problem because you can just delete the take. It's nice. No one's watching it and judging it. They're going to listen to it and judge it, but you aren't there for that. And ironically, the one with the least amount of bloopers was Mr. United States Canada Mexico Panama himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could do Yakko's World yeah. and Jess could do Wacko's America. Yeah, he literally just did it in one take, which I'm like, okay, dude. And, and then we go back to the video I made on my channel of me reciting, like... Which I'm like, dude, and he could still do it at the drop of... Like, episode. literally at the drop of a hat, no, like, to it. this yeah, very yeah. day. <laughs> That was no exaggeration. I'm like, okay. <laughs> that is not an exaggeration. None of nothing I said in that video was an exaggeration. I literally spent hours reading that script trying to get it right, and I completely understand why both Robin Maurice wanted to just die the entire time while doing it. Yeah, that just shows just how. That's how you know that the man has talent. Okay. <laughs> oh really? I would never would have known. <laughs> in one take. Yeah. But yeah, going back to... He did it in one take. Like, yeah, he had the lyrics in front of him, yeah, granted. The, but like, he did it in one take! It took you hours at that. It's just like... How? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have to... Someone's like, still the sing the song! And he's like, okay. Granted, I'm, like, I'm capable of oh, singing yeah. it. But it took me two weeks to memorize that song. And he's also been doing it way longer than me. Cool. It's been years since that oh, episode oh, aired. Yeah, dude, it would have made more rock. sense if he yeah. forgot it. He I didn't. That it was he from him that I actually it. learned who Jerry Lewis was. He does it perfectly. <laughs> He's really good at very fast lists. Even which I even SpongeBob is pretty much like Jerry Lewis when you I really like think about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean Tom Kenny's many like with SpongeBob's mannerisms, it literally is kind of like it's a mixture of Jerry Six Lewis and Pee Wee Herman. Like, because God, SpongeBob is more a kid at heart, but he has a job because he's an adult and has to work at a Krusty Krab. Yeah, and he goes to boarding school. So Paul I could have mentioned him as a voice actor if we wanted to get into him. It's kind of like when Plankton tries to get the secret recipe, but he just—you always know he's never gonna get it. He just—he'll just fail every single time. It's like if the wire—I had heard of Jerry Lewis, but I didn't realize that's what he was doing. I gotta get the Krabby Patty secret formula. That's right, Jerry Lewis sounds like that. Oh, her name is Karen. It that they just oh kind of God, predicted the the Karen. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like oh, yeah. certain in animation. You just know they have these certain goals. Yeah, like, he has a job and a house. Rocket will never catch Pikachu, even if they, how hard they try. Or and if fails Wiley, every time, which is, I mean, always hilarious. Yeah. Or Wily Coyote will never catch the Roadrunner, no matter how much he tries. It's kind of like, Krabby. yeah, Tom and Jerry, Sylvester, a Tweety, um, a Krabby uh, Patty secret formula. I guess debatably, Karen. Daffy Duck with Bugs Bunny. I love her name was Karen. And if then you really that think about the whole thing. Bugs Bunny, yeah, with anybody. Yeah, Yosemite. Granted, Karen the computer wife. Elmer Fine will cool. never catch like Bugs. Guess it's a kid show. My computer wife. Yeah, because it's a kid's cartoon. You can't just show, like, I don't know, blood in there. <laughs> Shooting him. I mean, he has faked his death of a lot course. of times because it's funny. And even if they do, they'll probably give him back. <laughs> 
and then he gets back up and like, Tom will never catch yeah, Jerry. I'm not really dead, Doc. <laughs> yeah, a lot my. of cartoons are just people chasing after someone else and never catching them. I realize. Yeah. So, um, do 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 do. So I guess. Bugs Bunny yeah, so and that's anyone, the really. So um, what would you say is more fun and more challenging? Do you prefer being He always behind... wins. I mean, you already mentioned being behind the microphone. So, yeah. But um, if no you had the chance will. to He's go back powerful. into stage, you know, after COVID, would you do it in a heartbeat? Or are you just fine with doing voiceovers? Shooting bugs, like, and he actually dies. Yeah, but never, like, with blood and gore. He just, like, lies down with flowers in his hand. I'm not really dead. And then he just leaves. <laughs> Bye, losers. Dead. <laughs> 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 saying it like uh, like oh ella your illustrious stage career <laughs> i mean i enjoy it i definitely enjoy some aspects of it i like performing for an audience it's fun for me to perform for an audience because then like the audience is excited and then you're excited and then it bounces off the audience and then it then the audience bounces off of you and it keeps going and i like that and i also when you perform on stage you have to talk really loudly and as we've established and as you probably figured out i like talking <laughs> but that's fun and nice. And I mean, in college, if there's like plays, I, and you know, with COVID happening, I don't know. But I mean, for something like that, maybe just because, again, I'm just trying to get as much experience as I can so I can end up doing, like, be the best actor I can be. I definitely prefer being behind the mic. And between the two, which would I rather do for the rest of my life? It is voice acting. But there are certainly things about theater that I really like and like getting to know a nice cast, which if you're lucky with voice acting, you can get to do that too. Yeah, and, but um, you can in your opinion, not get to know the cast. You get to do some fun stuff on stage that you just voiceover, like you get to move around the in most a fun certain way that stuff. you wouldn't be yeah. able to express behind the microphone. This before, I mean, you would. If you like, like to elaborate, more you on have these, to, uh, but it's yeah, not just ahead. the voice actor doing it. The voice actor and the animators like working really hard to make a character's physicality work while on stage you cut out the middleman you're the one doing it the only problem is sometimes you're not physically capable of doing it like i could like i can do a generic seductive adult voice but i i can't bring myself to do that on a stage because i don't know what i'm doing Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm just thinking like, there are other people who probably, there are definitely other people who can answer this better than me, but this is just Ella's personal hot takes. <laughs> but, I mean, just the cons of being on stage, you have uncomfortable, like the costumes can be uncomfortable. You have lights on your face, which can be kind of like painful and hot and a, a little bit annoying. And you have to move around. Like, it's much more physical. You have to move around. Voice acting can be very physical, too, but you don't have... Like, you can't walk around or else you're not going to get picked up by the microphone. You can move, but it's never, like, walking around the entire stage, remembering your blocking, 
and if you mess up there's never a moment where you like freeze and you're like what do i do what do i do what do i do or there's never that pressure that if you mess up you're moving on like nothing happened don't worry about it just do it that's not there in voice acting and I mean, with voice acting, there's also... You don't have an audience to bounce off of unless you're, like, having a director right there with you. I mean, that's sort of a similar thing, but it's not the same as, like, a huge crowd. You don't get, like, a round of applause after a great performance, and you get, don't get to, like, bow at the very end of it, and everyone's like, Woo, yeah, look how great you did, yay. I mean, you'll probably be told, like, yeah, that was good. But, like, a director will mm -hmm. be like... Yeah, because like, right, um, you, do it you like get this, a standing you ovation. Like, All right, that was good. Can we have one more? Or, like, that was good. We can move like on. Said, next line. Um, which, I you mean, get, you get an acknowledgement that you did well, which is nice. Another, and, but um, also, you it's don't kind get, of like, like okay, can we applause get another and a standing one? ovation. Yeah, as if I you don't get it like a standing I mean, the only standing, the closest standing ovation you get are like, wow, this performance was so good. I really enjoyed this. Whoever they got, the, like, but the I voice actor, the actress that they had. I like, I really enjoyed it. This was Although, really good. Again, I prefer the mm. casual And it's like, um, you have the standing ovation, but, like, the audience like, cheering you on. It's just one of the biggest thrills that you can get. Because you spend so much time Except memorizing and rehearsing your stuff. And the nerves <laughs> that could come in because, like, oh my gosh, there's thousands of people that are going to be watching me. Especially if they... <laughs> <laughs> if you find that people are actually going to be record, I mean, I'm not sure if people is still, I'm not sure if people, if you're allowed to do that for productions, but, um, yep. The nerves. <laughs> yeah. Recording you on stage. Um, sometimes for my school, like for my school production specifically, there was one night always dedicated to filming where they'd film it so that they could sell copies of it to like the the people who were in it or just people in general who want to buy a film version of it if they couldn't make it for some reason. And those nights were like, I'm not the, I'm not normally very prone to stage fright with the exception of smaller audiences. Like again, like with auditions, because that they're literally all they're doing is judging me. I, that's why I'm nervous with a big audience. I'm normally happy to have one because I mean, first off, if it's especially in high school, they're not going to be looking directly at me. They're looking for their kid, <laughs> but I'm happy because then people are saying how well, like, how much I prepared. This is what I've been waiting for the whole time. And I think performing in front of an audience after rehearsing a lot is, like, there's only so well you can do during rehearsal. And then there's the point where you can't get any better without an audience. And then the audience pushes it over and makes you even better. Which, I mean, I like that feeling a lot. But the night that I feel the most pressure is when I see the cameras there. And they're like... We're filming this. This is what is going to go down in history. 
as the thing that you did. Yeah, Even if you did I, better in another performance, but, they won't um, know that. Because this yeah, is Yeah, that's why you kind of see all those theater mishaps or theater up, bloopers that you find remembers. on YouTube. And Although the pressure is uh, also on the stage, you too, can kind of feel we're in high school. In we're all in high school, and we're all just moving set like, pieces oh, no, around. Well, I'm not the stage crew. Now, when it's said, when something just falls or drops, and they're moving stuff around, and sometimes the set malfunctions, that happens a lot, and... If it's mm. that night that the set malfunctions, uh, sorry, I pushed my microphone a bit. Like, if that's the night the set malfunctions, then that's what everyone's gonna see on film, which is a bit nerve wracking. I mean, again, I'm not the foremost expert on theater or anything. Yeah. <laughs> There's that moment of like, oh. Oh, there was a really great... I mean, some people claim that this was staged, but I don't... Like, based on the reactions, it wasn't. We had in Dolly our one year... This is going to reveal to everyone what this show was if they like were a part of it. <laughs> but... Uh, they probably knew it was me anyway but we had um we had in like the song parade passes by we had at the end of the like we at the, at the end of it we had instead of having an actual person being the woman called ernestina money we had a mannequin for some reason even though an actual ernestina money would show up later like we had someone playing her i don't know why i never got it i mean it's probably the director's choice and the director i mean he was very good at his job he always was he was also very old, but that's okay. And he basically, I don't know what happened. I normally after the song ends, I would go to get my microphone off because we had to share microphones and I had a microphone, the one scene right before the song played because that was my one scene. And so normally by the end of that song, after we're all done, I go, I get my microphone off and then I wait. But as I was getting my microphone off, I hear a bit of a commotion, and then the scene ends. Oh my and the gosh! Close, we just and the had a beheaded moment on stage. Their mind. They're all Someone giggling like maniacs. Like, What's it? What, what happened? What happened? And they're like, you know, the mannequin at the end of the scene, the the People head are fell off. Their minds. No. <laughs> and the person who was playing. Uh, so yeah, um, could we actually hear Horace, a quick singing sample from you? The the. Dolly's kind of love interest, the main male character. Just anyone. He, like, he was, he improvised the line. He was like, "What have I done?" Which was great, and that's exactly. It could just be anything you want. Like that, it's kind of like, like the quick, oh my God, um, the head like what did they call it? When, no. when you do improv, gotta we be quick it. on your feet, I guess. Oh my God. Viva la revolution! <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what song? Did you... I don't know. You know, see? <laughs> do you want that? I could do. Oh, uh, okay, uh, song, song. 
think of the song. What if it gets copyrighted or something? I'm worried. <laughs> Screw it. Let's just go with the first song that popped in my head because nerd. <laughs> uh, if someone hasn't seen like Steven Universe, this is gonna sound so dumb. All I want to do is see you turn into a giant woman, a giant woman. All I want to be is someone who gets to see a giant woman. All I want to do and the is crowd see you goes turn wild. into a giant woman, a giant yeah, woman. Yeah, in the background. All yeah. I want to be is someone who gets to see a giant woman. Yeah, um, so for my singing warm-up, it, it would usually kind of go because I have more like a medium low voice, so um, the one that all, like, I kind of always would go into is like, woman, you know the song you My Way even by Frank Sinatra? No, it's My Way, you know, um, every time I wanted to... Yeah, it's kind of like, um, yeah. I did it. I hope it sounded okay. My way. And I <sighs> did it. My yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> my way. Okay. I mean, if I, if this, if this was like much earlier, then I would have actually have gone a little deeper. Because <laughs> Morning Voice and, you know, Frank Sinatra's. Frank Sinatra has a much more heavenly singing voice than I do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thought you were going to say I want it that way by the back. Yes, he has the deep baritone register to it. <laughs> Tell me yeah. yeah. I did it my Yes, way. listen, my child. You have to go and you have to bring me my whatever I have in order to take over the world. The world. Now go. And fulfill my destiny. So, <laughs> yeah, I am your father. <laughs> no. And shout out to Mark Hamill once again. Oh, James Earl Jones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does like the more the deep, deep voices voice. that I obviously my can't. Bad voice. <laughs> Bass. I mean, next to like um. Hey, I'm very white. <laughs> I sound so much like a Which man Which John right DiMaggio <laughs> can do a killer. He does a killer, Barry White, my man. Like, when he did the black... Yeah, like, when he does the black guy voice, I'm like, oh, is that, like, Kevin or Phil? I'm like, no, that's John. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Darth Vader moment. Oh, yeah, I think he was one of the robots, no. and that was, like, um, you know, yeah. I think he was, like, I'm about James to Earl Jones, yeah. Although, to be fair, he more does big, like, he does yeah, really, yeah. really big stuff. Dang. He's awesome. Yeah, you know the law. You just gotta do what you Because his do. voice is, like, the <laughs> deepest voice ever, man. I don't know how it happened. Yeah. Based. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's great. So, um, are there any plans for the future you want to yeah. discuss? <laughs> any upcoming projects or other work we can look forward to? Anything? John is just really good at it. What? Uh, he does Tracy Jordan, I think, doesn't he? Like a really good Tracy Jordan impression. I'm just like, what? Oh, yeah. He was the police robot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I love him doing that. Ooh. Oh, thank you. That's very nice of you to ask. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, there's this. This is big and important that's happening. <laughs> there's also, I mean, I always, I upload every four days about on the YouTube channel. So my plan is to keep that schedule going. I try my best to uphold it unless something goes wrong or like YouTube decides, no, your, your video's not happening. So sorry, Ella, <laughs> but it's fine. I'll work on it. And also, I don't know if I'm a, like, I That's don't okay. always know right. what I'm allowed right, cool. to say. Because so let's I know talk I'm about your favorite, but I don't um, know if they're like, anime, no, no talking movie, about it. Hush, hush. Games, or like, oh yeah, you can talk about it, who cares. Your favorite so anything. What I and favorite characters from said media. I have a playlist media. on my YouTube channel called Things I'm In. It's a public playlist. It's not like, no, only I can see it because then why would I be talking about it? It just, that's where I put everything that I'm a part of. So just if you check there normally, if there's something new with me in it, that is where it will be found in that playlist. It has a lot of things in it. It even has all the things from before I had a microphone and sounded terrible. <laughs> but that's about all I can think of that I'm sure I can say. <laughs> Did I hit the microphone yet? I'm sorry. Ooh. Ooh. Um, okay, so favorite, I mean, I'll just say my favorite show is a tie. It always had, like, it, I think it always will be, because they're both very good shows in very different ways. Gravity Falls and Anime X tied for my favorite show just ever. They're both very good for very different reasons, but they have one thing in common in that as soon as I watched, like, the first episode of either, I was like, oh, I'm interested. This is good. With Anime X specifically... I, only, I laughed within the first few seconds with the opening, and I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Then with Gravity Falls, which I found through a clip that was like an Undertale clip, which is great. I saw that clip, and I kept rewatching. I was like, what's the show behind this? Because if this one clip is catching my attention, then this must be good, and then it is. With anime, I like anime, but at the same time, I'm a very mainstream person. I am nothing compared to all those people who are like, I've been watching different series of anime every day, you fool. I'm, I am aware that Dragon Ball is a mainstream one, but I've always been a very big fan of it, especially because specifically the animes I watched when I was growing up were like Dragon Ball Z, specifically Dragon Ball Z Kai, because that was on Nicktoons and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexal were on Nicktoons and all those shows hold a special place in my heart, no matter how bad they can be. I love them anyway. And I watched, like, you know, I watched Pokemon as a kid, which was probably the first anime I ever watched. I really like that. For other anime that, I don't know, aren't, like, oh, God, Ellie, you're so mainstream. I like Angel Beats, which is a great show. It was the first not super, like, this, is, like, everyone's seen it anime that I watched. It was good. Also, it's not an anime, and it is a hundred. Also, yeah, Angel Beats is probably a bit, like, 18 plus as well. And this is 100% 18+. It is a movie rather than just an anime, which is Perfect Blue by Satoshi Kon. It's a horror film, so if you're not like interested in like blood things, then don't watch it. It is 100% a million percent 18+. Like, Do not watch it if you're a child. It's a great movie, though, and it's well animated. I haven't seen too much Studio Ghibli, which I want to watch more of Studio Ghibli. But I saw Ponyo, and it was adorable, and I loved it. So cute. I also saw The Secret World of... I think it was Arietti, or I forget if it, that's how I'm pronouncing it. I'm probably butchering it. 
I saw it when I was younger, but I don't remember it very well anymore. <laughs> anime. And yeah, my anime choices might be a bit like, oh god, Ellie, you're so mainstream. But you know what? I like them anyway. They're mainstream because they're good. <laughs> There's a lot of shows that a lot of my friends watch that I don't. Like, I know a bit about, like, JoJo's and Boku no Hero slash My Hero Academia through osmosis, just because I have friends who are really into it. And I enjoy it. And... Uh, let me think. Like, other favorite things. My favorite movie is Back to the Future. It always has been. Well, ever since I saw it, it has been. And I love it very much. And it's a great film. And, I mean, it's... If you ask me, it's like PG-13-ish. Although, technically, it's rated PG. But that's because, because PG-13 didn't exist yet. It's a good movie. And favorite with books... Um, I want to read the rest of them, but my favorite book that I've ever read is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, which, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily 18+, but it's a little bit of mature humor. Either way, it's the most clever and funny book I've ever read. It was hilarious. I love it so much. I also have a lot of other yeah, things I just happen to I like, but those are just um, the generic so favorites. Although, favorite like, like, if you, you know, ask me, like, hey, do you like this? I'll be like, yes! Yes, I do Not like this! Or I'll be like, eh, Disney nah, I haven't watched it. So many things people uh, tell me I should watch that I'm just like, okay, yeah, yeah but then I'm like, school, you know uh, what I could do instead? And, uh, I could watch the same thing that I already like over and over because yeah, I know it's going to be good. And if I know it's good, then I don't have to worry that it's going to be like bad. <laughs> it's great. Oh, yeah. I've gotten into other stuff. You can actually watch the classic shorts and also the old Cartoon Network shows from the 90s and 2000s. I mean, I think they still do now, but I don't really watch cable that much anymore. Yeah. I haven't watched all of them, but they're all, like, whenever I see them, I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. Look at that old stuff. Oh, yeah. Remember when Boomerang was Boomerang? Like, was the... I miss Boomerang when it was still Boomerang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like... I don't, like, I wasn't alive in the 90s, because I'm child, but... Well, I'm not a child anymore. I'm an adult. I'm 18 now. That's adult. Yeah, but like the 90s kids. I, I, I used to. So I mean, like, okay. I, wasn't I used to watch stuff airing, like um, Veggie Tales, and I watched. What have I been missing out yeah, on those, all my life? Um, this is yeah, amazing. I watched a lot of really. I'm I mean, sorry? the early 2000s, when I grew up, had a lot of great shows oh, of their yeah, own, too, like, um, and a lot you know, of the 90s Christian, reruns, um, because yeah, that's the That's the cool Christian cartoon that is still... So a lot of that is definitely like, getting oh, some more attention now. Like they predicted like it. inter- you, Yeah, it's it they legendary. Also, they predicted yeah, internet humor. So That's how famous they got. The 90s. Like cat dogs is for the nineties kids. Like, yeah, but I also watched it, it when re- I was younger. It really is. So. It it really is I'm not, not the <laughs> So thanks, Larry. Only nineties kids remember everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, Christian cartoons? Christian cartoons? Oh, this is... Oh, this is good. I watched it as a kid, and then when you cool got older, I'm like, this gets better with age. 
Um, and you get to watch that details his memes. Yeah, the nineties. Like you could tell that the CGI animation is definitely. Yeah. It has humor its, will be randomly generated. It, it time, is. Though. It's just. I mean, nothing. definitely. I didn't yeah, even watch VeggieTales I mean, nothing... as a kid. I'm, yeah. I didn't watch Christian shows as a kid just because I'm Jewish, but, like... Yeah, and, um... But, like, I mean, I've compared seen to how CGI like, is now, but when you go back and look at old CGI, like, it has okay, its it own certain good. little charm to it. I, didn't I think really VeggieTales was, like, the watch first all-CGI show, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my god, they're right! I might be wrong. They were right about everything! Uh... I think Reboot <laughs> might have been the first. I think it might have came after Veggie. I don't remember. But yeah, um, yeah 90s stuff. The best yeah, I do. used to watch Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. They had a lot of 90s shows on there. And Disney. Yeah. Disney Afternoon. DuckTales. Early CGI is bad, but also it's funny. So, <laughs> like, Jimmy Neutron's, like, Jimmy Neutron's CGI, and it doesn't look that great, but it's charming. I like it. Me too. I mean, it was, it was like, uh, you just cannot escape it. Yeah. It's cute. <laughs> you cannot escape the mouse. Not even Fox, can, not even the Simpsons I can escape. I I never watched Reboot either, but that was all CGI-ish. Nothing can escape. Mm. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, yeah, like if Bugs, Bunny, and Mickey Mouse would have another crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Disney took me much. Oh yeah, Disney took it's me much longer than the others because I never but, yeah, remembered which um, channel it was on. So a lot of Disney yeah, shows that kids yeah, my age grew up oh, like. Oh yeah, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I've seen like one or two episodes of it. Granted, I adore it because it's adorable. Yeah, it's so cute. CGI, or probably more. You cannot escape Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Nothing can escape the mouse. Except Warner Brothers so far. <laughs> yeah, Roger Rabbit's the only time that will ever happen. Although, if we got, like... I mean, that was a great <laughs> movie. It's one of my favorites. Rest in peace. And Bob Hoskins. If they do make a cameo in there, I'm probably going to be so I mean, surprised. If we do, it'll be probably just considering like that well. what they're doing. Is, yeah. I mean, I like how sp <laughs> Space Jam 2, I love how everyone in, like, I'm not super active on I mean, yeah, Mini there's been a lot of great tweet, stuff to which, have come out I mean, of it. I'm kind of I mean, active on it, um, but not super. Are we not going to be active on Tumblr and Twitter, what? to be honest? But, uh, oh. I look at it and oh. everyone oh, yeah. is just going nuts. Like, <laughs> oh, I see the silhouette. It because, could be the Warner um, siblings. They're gonna be just... in the next Space Jam movie. Look, no one would I mean, want yeah, that more than me. But at the same time, a lot. but guys, in Space guys, Jam, she's I, kind of like um. It's, it's a little like oh, silhouette. She's definitely just the girl. No, that's confirmation. <laughs> that's literally. Yeah, she's a girl who. And probably one of the biggest. Um, I would watch the whole movie really solely around to see if they were in it. The, but the like, affinity good, but of community, time, right up there with Minerva Mank and and Fifi Lafume. Even though, um, exactly, I'm like, uh, guys, Lola came out of it. I mean, to be fair, um, that's why you just don't Lola really Bunny go came because out of it. Um, a lot of the anime that people seem to, I mean, like, look at. I'm not gonna say In specific examples, but you know the, you know who you are out there. You have really you have feelings for whatever 
character that you're finding over. Even yeah, she's a girl. Mainly minors, which token is token female. No, ew, no, please don't. Furries. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, Fifi's a child. No. I mean, like, um, with Avatar, I like the show because it's it has this, um, yeah, it has a creative, it has some of the best storytelling I've ever seen. The atmosphere, the characters, and the world building is just, it's magnificent. I mean, yeah, Andrea Romano, hello, <laughs> but the director, well, yeah, the cast was great, and I love the characters, um... It's not like I would go out of my way to just... You can like minor just, characters, but, like, because don't... To be honest, don't I don't think... Like, a lot of characters honest, that I end up liking any, from TV shows... Like, I mean, not any character that I found to be, like, you know, made for kids will attractive have kids or anything, but, like... like and um, I love them, but at the same time, it's not like, oh, I love them so much. Oh, I do um... Anything. No, that's weird. <laughs> oh, boy. Stop. <laughs> so good. Over two hours. voice acting <laughs> Woo! yeah that would just be no nah. <laughs> I never watched Danny Phantom I didn't really watch it as a kid but I have it took me until when I was um, like in my late teens that Attractive. I watched it I mean as um, a kid maybe but not now like when I like when I was much younger when I was much younger, I had, like, again, I mentioned it a little, oh, bit, wow. a little bit earlier. We've been talking. For like yeah, time. always. A g uh, I mentioned that. It's I had, always fun to get into I have, shows I after or even before they go off the air and I didn't know any better. before they get canceled, <laughs> which, is fine. which is kind of like, the case of a lot now, of shows like, that I watch like I now. Then I watch more now than when I was a kid. There's a lot of examples. But um, we're already been talking for way too long. So, um, yeah, I mean. This, oh my gosh! I keep noticing a lot of my um friends or guests that I have on. They, they're. I guess that's the reason why we go into voiceover. We just love to talk a lot. My, like, Gravity Falls. I got. I guess the I kind of learned that like, the finale um, had just started pretty early on. <laughs> uh, sorry, that's it's also fun editing a lot of these, to... which yeah, yeah, yes, give me the challenge. It's not like I have. Stuff added on my plate on my already um busy schedule. Okay. No, no, it's okay. It's fine. I love doing this, but it's just like, oh dear lord, we talk a lot. Yeah. Oh lord, please give me I've the strength. <laughs> Make it through. Uh, oh Neptune, give me the strength. <laughs> yeah, I gotta throw in that SpongeBob in there, but um, yeah. Yeah, SpongeBob, me <laughs> yeah. boy. SpongeBob, me Bob. And we just do. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we just do. We just quote. We impersonate characters oh, a lot. Lord, so I'm I guess so that's sorry. why we just kind of stepped into this. So, um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It really is. So, um, so what is it I'm about so Animaniacs sorry. and Steven Universe that it strikes that have struck such a chord with you. I want to hear it. You Dear could just God. list all of your reasons why, and I'm just going to sit back, and I'm just going to sip the tea. 
and just oh, hear you revel you. on about how you love both of these shows and how amazing they are. Just everything. Go on. The center stage is all yours. Keep your keep my audience hostage for another 30 minutes if you have to. But yeah, just tell us all about it. Yeah, it's yeah, just go on. Talk your little pretty little head off. Because <laughs> it's fun. Doing fun voices is fun. <laughs> oh god oh. <laughs> okay so oh. <laughs> I mentioned earlier that the reason I started dubbing Steven Universe things was because the cast is majority female and like I'm a, I'm one of those so I can do that. So the reason I got into the show, originally I actually thought it was going to be horrible because it started out a lot more goofy than it ended up being. And I thought it was going to be like Uncle Grandpa-ish where it's like completely nonsensical. But then a lot of my friends got into it and a lot of, I had just joined Tumblr because Undertale, that is why I joined that hell site. And I was just I was seeing a lot of people talking about it and I was like, what is it about the show that everyone likes? I like clearly it's not just what I thought it was, so I decided to actually I was like, maybe I'll watch it. And then actually I watched it on like an airplane because they had an episode there. Remember airplanes, so we could travel places. But I watched it and I got to see an episode from the cluster arc with Peridot and I was like, This is good. Like I don't know what I saw originally, but this is really good. So that I ended up joining the fandom about the time of the summer of Steven. Woo! That was a while ago now. And, like, the characters really started to, like, speak to me. I enjoyed Peridot a lot. I still do. She's my favorite. And, like, the story was interesting. I really liked all the gems and fusion and the abilities and such. Like, I already knew about, like, I mean, Dragon Ball had fusion in it. And I thought that was one of the coolest things ever. And then it was a main plot point in Steven Universe. I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. Fusion is so cool. And Steven Universe eventually just ended up the songs in it, which I enjoy singing a lot, and the characters and the voice acting and everything. Like, it eventually just stole my heart, which is funny because I don't, I think of it as my second favorite show. It's, I think of it, I love it so much, though it's not being like, it's so much worse than every other show. No, it's great. It's amazing. I love it. There's a lot of discourse around it, which is fine. And I think every, like, fandom has discourse with a more annoying side of it. But that's just, I think that's everywhere. I try and focus on the more positive side of things. And I really like it. And for Animaniacs, Animaniacs, I, it was because I had just figured out who Rob Paulson was. And I was like, there's this show that, like, keeps coming up that he was in called Animaniacs. I wonder what it is. I'd, I had heard of it. Like, I had heard of Pinky and the Brain in Animaniacs in passing before. But I never watched it. And then... Like, as I said, I watched the first episode, and within the first few seconds, I started laughing. And I was like, that has never happened before. I have never been this in love with a show within one clip, other than Gravity Falls, which I explained too. But I was like, this is going to be good. And then I watched it, and it was really funny. And I was like, this is funny! This is hilarious! Why have I never watched this? 
And so I got really into it and eventually like it was great. And funny enough, I got into it just about the time where rumors of a reboot were starting up. But the reboot, like, we were not even close to figuring out that there was an actual reboot on the way. It was completely, like, just, yeah, there might be a reboot. Who knows? Ooh. And I got super into it. I fell in love with the Warner siblings and Pinky and the Brain and all the other characters. Although, like most people, they're my, like, the main cast is my favorite, obviously. But I, I was a little sad to see that the reboot didn't have anyone else. I miss Hello Nurse. But I really like these characters and I... A lot of the time, basically for me, if a show is good, then it has to have good characters. Because if I don't, if I only like the story of something and I don't like the characters, then the story, as interesting as it is, won't be intriguing to me. Because I like to see a character like doing things, and it makes me happy. And like Animaniacs has great characters, Steven Universe has great characters, Gravity Falls has great characters. Other shows that I haven't mentioned that I really like, <laughs> they have great characters, and so. Like with Steven Universe, the Animaniac soundtrack, like, completely obliterated me. I was like, this is it. This is peak singing. We've done it. Peak culture. <laughs> and I actually decided to myself, ver not very long after I heard, like, Nations of the World, I was like, I want to memorize that. I want to be able to sing that. And now I can. And I'm very happy about that. I know a lot of the soundtrack. I'm very proud of it. Not all of it, though. I don't, I never listened to the president, surprisingly. I don't know why, but I loved it, and it was great, and I loved Steven Universe, and it's great. I have a lot of love in my heart, <laughs> and I want to share it. I just love things. And Animanix, I brought it onto my channel because, I mean, I did song covers on my channel. I was like, if I'm going to do song covers, why not cover the song that took me two weeks to memorize? And then some people started to like it, and then I did Incorrect Animaniacs, which a lot of people still, like really liked. And I just enjoy doing stuff with that, too. So those two became the main, like, sources of content for my channel. Just because I have the ability to mimic those characters fairly well. Not, obviously, I'm not as good as the originals. I, like, I am not just Stress and Rob by any means. I enjoy imitating them and I apologize for butchering their voices so much. But, like... It's the three of them that make the characters so good. If it wasn't the three of them voicing those characters and making them who they were, then VX wouldn't have been, like, nearly as good. That's why it, that's why the reboot was as good as it was. It's because they had the original cast being just as great as always. That's a bit of a tangent. I'm sorry. I've been talking for so long. But those two... That's how I got into those two. And they are very important to me. And I love them very much. And I wear a Yakko pin every day because at this point it's just become part of my outfits and I enjoy it. I also enjoy having something to like mess with with my hands on my clothes sometimes. But that is how I got into both shows, I think.